Welcome to Sapphic Survival Guide, where we are queer to answer your questions. My name's Cheyenne. And I'm Gina. Class is now in session. Today, we actually have another guest with us. We're really excited to have Corin Grace. Uh, Corin, do you want to introduce yourself to everyone? Let, let yeah. them know what you're all about. <laughs> yeah, I'm so excited to be here. Okay, so my name is Corinne Grace, or Corin Grace, if you're taking your time. Um, <laughs> my pronouns are she, her, hers. I'm a singer, a songwriter, a musician, a vocalist, a vlogger, a crafter, a renaissance woman, truly, <laughs> honestly. You really are. Started, oh my God, thank you. I appreciate you. So are you. Like, so are, like this is a the meeting of the energies. No, no, no. <laughs> a lot. A lot. Um, I recently started doing like textiles. I'm like actually oh. wearing something that I made. <gasps> so I'm like, I, yeah. I'm like, am I allowed to add it? to the yes. to the like list of things but like I honestly love it anyway I'm pansexual <laughs> um can I ask what your big three is if you know it or your sun sign okay mm. yes okay <laughs> so here's the thing I'm gonna tell you my sun and my moon and I'm gonna tell you okay. why I'm gonna leave off my rising because okay because <laughs> <laughs> like six seven years ago I looked up my chart mm -hmm. and then it was like Virgo rising I was so happy about that I was like yeah I'm so a Virgo I'm so organized and I love to get shit done and I'll do it you know what I mean mm -hmm. like I'm like very Virgo energy then I checked it again and it was like Libra rising and I'm like you know mm -hmm. what I can see that I'm Aries sometimes like I get that I can see that <laughs> yeah and then I checked it again recently <laughs> and it yeah. says Sagittarius and I'm like I feel like now we're taking it too far I feel like I was okay with the first one but I feel like now I'm starting to get a little upset like, you're evolving maybe that's maybe that's Sagittarius energy of me honestly yeah, yeah. Um, you can't stick with one thing I, I literally I'm like what what is happening does, does yeah. your rising sign just move and you just like you just not know yeah that's what no. I'm like this is this is getting a little out of hand. I don't know what's going on. I don't know if this is right. So I'm like, I don't want to keep telling people something different. And they're like, this girl does not know her big three. But I'm like, no, yes, I know. I swear I do. I'm like locked in. Um, but my son is cancer. Me too. When's your oh, birthday? Oh, so Cheyenne. Yes. Um, When's your July, birthday? July 21st. Are you a July or are you June? July. July. Yes, July. I'm the 18th and my girlfriend is July. actually the 20th. So oh right before yours. Give it up for the July babies. Uh, <laughs> yes. yes. What about your moon sign? And my moon, it is in Capricorn. I have a Cap rising. I can't be mad about it. I love it. I am yeah. obsessed. Yeah. I was going to say when you, before we started recording, you were talking about how when people are like venting to you you don't know if you should give them advice or just like let them vent and I was like immediately like Virgo energy but like yeah. Capricorn also makes <laughs> sense because I am like I'm gonna solve your problems for you yes, and then let you're me like help. going yeah and then you're going through the rising signs and I'm like oh okay I do see Libra like you are very personable you're very talkative like you're like easy to talk to I could see Libra but then I also see Sag but maybe you're a Scorpio rising because it seems like your chart skipped over that one. And maybe your chart's trying to like hide the real rising sign from you. Whoa, I didn't think about that. Now I'm like, <laughs> now I'm like, wait a second. I'm like, like thinking about the chart as you're yeah. saying it. I'm like, whoa. It skipped one. That's, so like, you know maybe what? it's trying to evade you. I can't be mad that it skips Scorpio. <laughs> I can't be mad that it skips Scorpio. Listen, I love Scorpio. Everyone's always a Scorpio hater. I love Scorpios. <laughs> I don't hate them, but it's just like, as a Cancer, I feel like I'm so different from Scorpios you know what I mean like we're just polar yeah. opposites I feel like sometimes when it works it totally works like when you yeah. when you like are both comfortable and like understanding your like who you like how you're recluse mm -hmm. I feel like it definitely works then but I feel like if you're a Scorpio who thinks they're an Aries it's not gonna work because you're not an Aries yeah, yeah. I mean, obviously I as a Libra I just want to like everybody and have everybody get along <laughs> you so. do I've been watching Vanderpump Rules and this one guy on it is a double Libra and he just like plays the everyone's team and it annoys me <laughs> I so don't much do that. I don't, I don't do think that. you're like that I don't think you're like that but he's like no that. I feel like it's a <laughs> it's an it's like not in a like not in a like fake way in a like peacemakery way mm -hmm. and like a no but this yeah. person is my friend and I do want to yeah. hold space for the fact that they are my friend before we just like 
throw them to the wolves. You know what I mean? Yes. <laughs> Yeah, I also told Cheyenne, but like, I'm probably going to have a crush on every guest that we ever have on the podcast. And she's like, that's the most Libra thing you've ever said. And I definitely yeah. already have a crush on you because I'm like, wait, I'm obsessed with you. That's literally me. Can I tell you? That's the same. I, I'm like been thinking of this phrase. Honestly, I'm going to tell you guys. Uh, but it's like five, t- it's like five times a day because I literally fall in love like five times a day. I'm like, you cannot love every single. I'm like, yes, I can I can't actually. Um, yeah, out here I romanticizing like life. You're definitely a Libra or satirizing. I'm not getting burgerizing. Yeah, I'm, I'm like, not getting burgerizing. I'm slipping away from my Virgo. <laughs> like, I'm just, I think the I Capricorn replaced that energy. Like, that yeah, energy, but, though. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 And I like Capricorns <laughs> more anyway, so I feel like yeah. no offense to Virgos, but like, I just want a Capricorn to love me. That's like my. That's okay, Cantor. Do you have a partner? Bad, Are you single? I know you said you're pansexual. Like, what's, you know, what's the dating scene like? <laughs> it's so non-existent. But like, it's okay. Like, I'm dating myself. Okay. Giving okay. Ariana Grande. Thank That's you how guys. it should be. <laughs> yeah, I've just been so like in love with myself. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. like, I'm like laughing, that. but I'm so it's so real. Um. Yeah, like I was in a relationship and then like for a long time and then I got mm-hmm. out of it and I feel like I was just like, whoa, like I need to kind of figure out who I am like mm-hmm. outside of that. Um, mm-hmm. Just because it's like you see like a whole future with someone and you're like, oh, well, it's gone. Yes. Yeah. yeah. All right. So like <laughs> time to like, just like relearn life and fall in love with life again. And like, I feel mm-hmm. like that's what I've been doing. I, honestly, mm-hmm. I want to say I'm like looking it's not true (laughs) I'm like passively yeah I'm passively falling in love with people I'm like yeah that was that was a fun weekend in my mind like we had fun in my mind (laughs) is that weird can I say that you're letting them find you you're letting them come to you um so did your like queer journey kind of start before that relationship or after like during even like where where are you with that Honestly, I'm still on it. <laughs> um, no, that started before. So okay. I like, I went to Catholic school. Yeah, repression. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, Catholics in the building for sure. Yes. Yeah. Like we need a support group. <laughs> we really do. <laughs> um, so like basically grew up just like not, I don't know. I feel like I was saying this the other day. I was on a hike with like a bunch of other lesbians. And first of all, shout out lesbians. We love lesbians. Um, but we were on a hike and I was like, we were all just talking about how like being queer saved our life. Like mm-hmm. in a way, like we knew something about us was different. And mm-hmm. like, there was just something that we knew to hold on to outside of what life was. And I feel like for me, that was very much being queer. And I feel like that kind of like, that's that I didn't get sucked into what that idea was. Cause so much of me was like mm, that's not we don't I don't feel that way like I don't mm. feel like that I don't feel like that I'm cool like what are you talking about um so yeah like I feel like when I got to like call it I didn't I, you guys I'm not a dater like I wish I was I'm not a dater I'm, yeah, thinking, okay. like, I'm thinking back to me in like high school and like I didn't date them either I was like I gotta go home and do my music like, <laughs> like, <laughs> like I gotta go home and learn this song you, you had that Capricorn moon work ethic it was literally <laughs> taking that's over your priority <laughs> my priority I feel like that's what it is I'm like yeah and even with my like with my ex I feel like the way we got together was so just like we were we were truly going down the same path mm-hmm. you know what I mean because I feel like it wouldn't have worked otherwise because I'm like always so concentrated on my work that I feel like if there are times where I'm so consumed with like another human it's just like not yeah (laughs) it's not a good idea you're not productive at all and it's not that that's like it's not that it's bad to like be in love and like you know letting life consume you it's just like Mm -hmm. a, a person can't be like all of your life and I'm so like giving and like I do have very maternal energy Mm -hmm. as you know (laughs) Mm -hmm. that I'm like I just want to like if I see someone like in pain or like whatever I'm like I just want to give to you until you feel better and it's like yeah okay like life your life (laughs) (laughs) so yeah I feel like because I'm like that I'm not too much of a dater I feel like like Mm -hmm. work music let me write a song that sounds terrible I like to fall in love though I'm like I'm a romantic I do like to be like 
super romantic. I like to wine and dine the peeps. So I feel like when I got to college, I hooked up with this girl. I went to a women's college, by the way, which like (gasps) it used to be a women's college. It's now co-ed now. Okay. But I went to a women's college. I'm so jealous. It was so great. Can I just say, (laughs) like people used to give me crap about it, but I'm like, Mm -hmm. it was the best. I I wouldn't trade that experience for anything. I like, I knew when I was going to college, I actually wanted to go to like Virginia Tech, Mm -hmm. but that college Mm -hmm. is like huge. Yeah, And I'm very much so like, you need a tiny environment. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you thrive in small environments. Yeah. So, um, I like I picked that school because I just like the neighbor, like what the neighborhoods look like. It looked like very like <laughs> like Winston Salem. Like, <laughs> I know, just, I like, know what you mean though. Like, yeah. I almost went to a women's college, and like I almost chose it partially because it was all women, and partially because the dorms were in like cute little mansions that were turned into yes. dorms. That's yeah. wait, that's so cool though. That I think it, it's co-ed now though. That's but how I, my school is. Yeah. Very yeah. haunted though. So like they, they all haunted. Stories. Anything on the East yes. Coast is haunted as fuck. Like, okay, not everything. <laughs> Don't tell not. me that. On the coast, most of the stuff on the coast, I feel like, with the exception of New York, I feel like ghosts don't mess around in New York, because New Yorkers are like, don't come over here. (laughs) I don't know, my girlfriend's from New York, I don't know, I think that, are there ghosts in New York? (laughs) Yeah, like, do spirits fuck around with people in New York? She said they do. Okay, okay, okay. (laughs) So yeah, maybe. No one's safe. No, no, (laughs) not even New York, like, that tells you everything. Damn, I'm moving out to the West Coast immediately. (laughs) No! <laughs> there are ghosts over there too. No, I'm just kidding. No, like, no there are. I feel like that's my last house I'm was like, haunted as fuck. Oh, where where were you from in the West? So I grew up around Philly, but now I live in Arizona. Ooh, yeah. I feel so like I Arizona far. is definitely the energy out there. It's like mountainous. It's mm-hmm. like just straight up nature. Oh yeah, that's their oh, this life. is a that's... really sapphic city. Like there's tons oh, of gay women. Yeah, it's beautiful. hype. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I hooked, up with, I hooked up with this girl at my college, and <laughs> I remember, like, I went back to my roommate, and she was like, Corinne, do you like girls? And I was like, no. What makes you think that? <laughs> She's like, you hooked up with a girl. And I'm like, yeah. <laughs> like, I know really so many people who say that to shit. me, though. Yeah, I, the first time I hooked up with somebody, I was like, we were just drunk, and I, she's my friend, and I love her. Mm. Mm-hmm. It's the cognitive okay, Gina, dissonance like, for me. What? <laughs> yeah. You love her how much? Not much? It's real. Like, <laughs> I really was, I was so serious. I was like, no, no. Why would you think that? Like, even we were like all sitting around the table and like all the girls are going around, like saying what their sexuality is. <laughs> I was like, I'm straight. And like the girl I hooked up with last week is looking at me like, okay. <laughs> all right. <laughs> And I was like, why don't you be quiet? Like, it was, <laughs> what's going on? Like, are you okay? I'm not, I'm not well. But yeah, and then I, I went through the falling in love with your, like, best friend thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> and that wrecked my life. No, I'm just kidding. It didn't wreck my life, but it definitely, like, it definitely woke me up. And to be like, yeah. you know, you got to snap, snap into reality, you know, early a little bit. Listen, she's like, She's not delusional, but she's like illusional, you know? It's like, I'm not making it up. It's there. I'm just taking it too far. You know? mm. Okay, <laughs> like, I like that. How, how if you want to go into it, you obviously don't have to. How were you oh. taking it too far? Like, what what were you taking too far? And you know what? You know what I was taking too far? Yeah. I, was, I was thinking that she loved me because she would tell me frequently that she loved me. Like a <laughs> And you were like, oh, she love loves me. Yeah, no, but she yeah, would be, like, know what that be means. telling me she loves me in that way. Like, she'd be like, no, like, I love you so much. And I'm like, I feel like this is uncomfortable. Like, I feel like you shouldn't be telling me this. <laughs> like, I feel like, oh, she's in a relationship, yeah, by the way. Oh, I'm like, okay, I okay, feel that... like, yeah. Sorry, I was like, I why didn't you to... date? No, 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 I left that part out. She was in a relationship. It sounds like she they didn't... kind of did. <laughs> date a little. Yeah, yeah. But I was like, why is this a problem? Like, what? Oh, but the relationship thing. Because she was in a whole relationship. And I, like, literally many times was just like, I don't, I don't, I don't do, I ain't no side hoe. <laughs> I ain't nobody's side bitch. What does it say? (laughs) I never, ever, ever, ever want to be your side bitch. And that's truly how I felt. So like, I'm, I feel like I'm holding back my love for someone and they're like, 
doing whatever they want. And then, and then you find out like (laughs) who this person is and you're like, damn, like I was really kind of lying to myself about who you were this whole time. And I think after that was like, kind of when I started to like love, give like the love to myself. Cause I think my biggest thing is (laughs) that I'll be like, I used to see someone and be like, oh my God, you need love. I'll give you that love. And because (laughs) I'm like, it's so like, I had to grow up and stop doing that because it's Mm -hmm. like, okay, well not everybody knows how to like accept your love or can Mm -hmm. deal with your love or like maybe even wants your love. So like, or deserves your love or deserves your, oh my gosh. Like, (laughs) yes, exactly. Yeah. So I had to just like start like preserving myself a little bit more Mm -hmm. because I'm so like, you know, quick to want to like throw the bandaid on and then mm-hmm. you know they turn out to be a snap and turtle a snap and turtle <laughs> and now I'm hurting because like you know that Haley Williams song um it's called Thick Skull it just it's on the, her new or Paramore's new album oh my god Paramore not Haley Williams I'm so sorry um mm-hmm. <laughs> but it's called Thick Skull and basically she's like talking about like how she picks up glass and like uh cuts her fingers and like she like she's trying to be helpful but she always looks like the mm. one who's like at fault like because she ends up hurting herself mm. it's like yeah at some point you kind of have to stop doing that <laughs> like yeah because people really will just like you know people everyone's not deserving of it so yeah I think mm-hmm. that was just like a wake-up call for me and then ever since then I've been like I mean in that situation I think I became more like secure with myself and like coming out so even though it was like a really crummy situation I think it was like oh well you know I, I, I'm here. I'm like where I'm at, you know, it's, it wasn't in vain, you know, I didn't go through right. all of that and like not grow from it. So yeah, I feel like I like grew from it. And then I got into a relationship like a year and a half later. I remember like I went to, um, like finally make like a clean break out of this relationship that was so tumultuous. Mm-hmm. And I was like listening to like big girls don't cry by Fergie. <laughs> like unreal oh, yeah and I was like and I was like I got this I like walk out of my dorm I walk over to her dorm and I was like we can be friends but I'm nothing else don't try to like be my best friend don't try to do anything like mm-hmm. we can be cordial we can be fine but like you're on thin ice honestly you should be very lucky that I even want to be your friend like I'm going to be cordial <laughs> to you and like I felt very powerful and then I I met my ex-girlfriend like maybe like a week and a half later like on that same area I know it really felt like it felt faded let me tell you so I saw my ex yeah she was on the soccer team love a sports love a sports poorly okay love a sports (laughs) queer okay listen um and she's like walking by and she's like wearing Mm. like a like a uh, like a soccer warm-up jersey and she looks so just like mad like angry like it, it wasn't like anger but it was like grumpiness mm-hmm. and I was just like I looked at her and I was like her like her her oh my god <laughs> like, yeah I need to like just go towards her so I just like <laughs> I just like talked to her a few times and like she was so funny she's like she's like shy so she would be like confused as to why I was talking to her which I'm I'm the same exact way I'm like what <laughs> um, so she's like she would always look at me like why the heck are, like like she just looked mm-hmm. she looked intrigued but like also like what's going on which made me just want to talk to her more because I thought it was so cute and like and then we like eventually just like started dating and it was such a nice relationship I'm glad that was like my first official relationship I will say before you get in an on again, off again relationship, ask your friends and family if you're okay with it. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's not real. At all because the stress, like we were long distance. Listen, I, I've been on the like, I've been on the warpath to be like, if you live less than an hour away from your partner, you're not long distance. Please be quiet. <laughs> you don't get to talk. I don't want to hear it. Do you hear that, Cheyenne? When you tried to say two hours okay. is long distance, two hours. There's no one. No, two, hours hours. Crazy. Crazy. <laughs> two hours. Less. I, I think less or more than one hour. I think then it's like okay, mm-hmm. but I think an hour or less. I'm like yeah, yeah. An hour is doable. Mid- medium distance. That is me- yeah. Yes, me. That is medium mm-hmm. distance. We were like eight hours away from each other so any yeah that's long distance yeah yes so it was like hard I'm I think going through what I went through before I got in a relationship with her Mm -hmm. and then like being so far away would like trigger my anxiety and like I'm 19 years old so I'm like still trying to like learn how to like 
be a person. <laughs> like, yeah. So I feel like, and I feel like in that sense, it was like, we had such good times. Like we did the best stuff. Like, uh, I really just like, you know, loved being her friend. We had such a good time, but I feel like in those things, sometimes you do like grow separately from people. And I feel mm-hmm. like that's not like a write-off or like, you know, I don't like you or something. I think life just happens sometimes and you really have to like, you really got to ride the wave of life. You cannot swim against the current. It's not going to work. So, and just like with the deepest love, you know, it was just like hearts always, you know. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, But like, I don't know. I've been really enjoying this time getting to know myself. Like it's been a, it's been really a, a great time. That sounded like a romance novel, like, like the grumpy and sunshine trope, like you were the sunshine, (laughs) and then your ex was this grumpy, and you, like, were able to, like, move apart with grace, and, like, you know, you know, like, have, like, no storm, like, learning. Yeah, I mean, there was, there was some rain, there was a little rain. Yeah, yeah. Because, you know, you have to have conflict. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Nothing's without conflict. It wasn't a crazy (laughs) storm, but there was a lot of rain. There's a couple boom claps you know mm-hmm. a couple little thunderclaps but there wasn't nothing <laughs> was well <laughs> I don't know um <laughs> wait till the music like, comes out we'll ask her after. I was gonna say I was just gonna ask you channel it into your music like if I do, is how yeah. much of your music is writing about like relationships versus other stuff in life Ooh, such a good I feel like I feel like most of my writing is like it's not just romantic relationships like ooh, you guys want to know something I feel like people know this but maybe they don't maybe they'll hear it here first um but, so ego which is like mm-hmm. my biggest song is actually about like a studio session like I was in a studio oh. with this guy and it just ended in such a crummy way that I was like I'm writing a song about you sir that's what I'm gonna do I I'm gonna that. write a song about you yeah I actually <laughs> discovered you through ego and my world my best friend who funny enough I also thought was in love with me so <laughs> more cancer tropes I guess um, no, I but it. yeah she she wasn't but I thought that uh <laughs> she just for clarification yeah and I told her that we were speaking with you today and she was super excited oh so. my god what's her name yeah, her name's Morgan. Shout out to Shout you, Morgan. Out Morgan. You don't listen oh, yeah. to this. Morgan lives <laughs> You better make her listen to this episode. Yeah, yeah cool. but she I showed me out. your music. I did not know that about Ego, though. That's really fun. Yeah, and I feel like, I mean, a lot of it is about relationships, but, like, fun is about, like, in- I have really bad anxiety. I'm actually really proud of myself. I've been doing a lot better. I have, like, mm-hmm. terrible social anxiety. Um, I would never guess really uh, yeah. I feel like it's like I'm overcompensating like I feel like that's mm-hmm. why my energy is so high is because I'm mm-hmm. like I'm not gonna let it win I'm mm-hmm. not gonna <laughs> I feel that. that and also I feel like if you're riding that high from the show you just performed like that would help yeah. with the conversation and I feel like, so. yeah also I feel like that was like musical mm-hmm. energy like I just love mm-hmm. I love music but yeah mm-hmm. so fun is about my anxiety <laughs> and then like perfect world I always say that one's like inspired by my ex. Um, like I don't usually like write music about people unless it's like a relationship ending. Mm. So or mm. like or like I have That's such a strong emotion. I have written about a crush before, mm-hmm. but like most of the time, I if I'm writing about something, it's probably an ending, which I want to change. I want to cons- like consciously start writing about like happier times while they're still I feel like it's like getting a tattoo of someone that you love yeah. you know it's like yeah. I write the song about you and then it like mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah it's like, it's like yeah. therapeutic yeah 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 but yeah. yeah perfect world is like inspired by my ex and that one's just about like I mean I feel like that one's less about me and like that one was like more for queer people I think as a whole like mm-hmm. I think oh. that's like my like when I was coming out I think I if I heard something like that I would feel a little bit co- more comforted like it's mm-hmm. not a, this like it's really the most like beautiful, like unicorny, like bright world. And yeah. this like, mm-hmm. you know, it's like, it's boring. You go grocery shopping, <laughs> but you're having the time of your life going grocery shopping with your partner. Like you're just enjoying oh, life yeah. with some, like with your best friend. It's really so simple. And so I feel like, you know, that song is like, that's for my queer youth. I'm like, we gotta mm. look out, look out for the youth the same way. Like we feel like people were looking out for us I mean I don't know if people were necessarily looking out for me but like but like I I feel like 
Tegan and Sarah, you know what I mean? Like Mm -hmm. you, you hear something and you're like, oh, those people are like me. And like, they're writing about like happy, Mm -hmm. like how happy the community can be. It's, it's fine, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, But yeah, so I like to write about like a bunch of different things. This new music that um, I'm working on now, I wrote, wrote about like a trip I took. I'm not going to say where, um, but like a couple of songs are about like a trip, like trips that I took where I'm like just having fun. Is it a trip to Ibiza? (laughs) <laughs> to show Avicii, I was cool. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that was like listen. the first thing I thought. <laughs> listen, maybe my next song, maybe my next song. <laughs> yeah, so one is like like a sad song <laughs> and mm-hmm. then the other one is like a fun song. So mm-hmm. yeah, I just, I, I want to be more, and this is like honestly over the course of like the last few years, like before the pandemic, I want to say like 2019, I've been mm-hmm. kind of just workshopping these same songs and getting them to a point where I'm super happy with them. Um, and I, t- I tend to do that. Like I tend to work on music, like for a very long time. I never, ever put out a first draft. Like mm-hmm. that's, if I write something, I'm like, okay, that was the free flow, but we definitely need to clean this up a bit. Mm-hmm. You know, I like, mm-hmm. there's a first draft of ego and a second draft. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. If I get through something in like two drafts, I'm like, whoa, that was the coolest <laughs> thing I ever wrote. You know? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if it, it goes through like drafts, you know, I don't, mm-hmm. I don't really like taking sometimes the first take, you know, works, you know what I mean? Like, but I feel like I'm such a, like, this is why I think I'm a Virgo. I'm such a, like, <laughs> <laughs> everything's gotta be in this like mm-hmm. line, like before it's done that like, I don't yeah. even allow me to, like, I don't, yeah. I don't think I could if I wanted to, but yeah. I read about a little bit of everything, you know, <laughs> were your, um, influences for music mostly queer or was it just kind of across the board or no, it was so across the board. I'm like, yeah, I'm thinking Ed Sheeran was a huge one. Like I loved Interesting. Ed Sheeran. <laughs> I know. I like Ed Sheeran, but I, I would have expected that. He definitely had a special place back in my the whole yes. team. Yes, like album that era. era. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. like he, he had like three EPs that he put out mm-hmm. uh before he made his like first album. And I like lived by those EPs. Mm-hmm. Like it was so singer songwritery. <laughs> like you're in the open mic performing it, and then people yeah. were like, "Whoa, this is really good for an open mic song." You know what I mean? Like it was like that kind of like that vibe about him that I really liked. You know what? Shout out to him now. I like that he's still <laughs> doing his thing. You know, uh, but yeah, it was like Ed Sheeran, Beyonce. It's always been Beyonce. Like I don't remember oh, yeah. a time where I wasn't writing Beyonce's name down. Yeah. Like it just it just is and that's why I'm like oh, Virgo sister <laughs> right no you're just both perfectionists mm-hmm. <laughs> that's why the earth sign perfectionism as soon as you said clean it up I actually thought of Beyonce because I was thinking about how she sent or Meg the Stallion sent over like a draft and she was like clean it up then send it back to me so as soon as you said yes that, no real and you know she meant it like she meant it from a like this could I know you can do better and like, mm-hmm. I don't know. I feel like Beyonce is probably amazing accountability. If I was going to get scolded mm-hmm. by anyone, I would want it to be her. Yeah. I like always think of those videos. <laughs> I always think of those videos where she's like, you didn't apply any of the notes that I gave you. I'm like, yeah, no. Where are the notes that she gave? Like, that's your job. <laughs> where are the notes? <laughs> Wait, like, speaking, of, speaking of Beyonce, this isn't about her music necessarily, but I've been listening to this podcast about blind items and like celebrity blinds and celebrity like tea basically and there are a lot of blind items about Beyonce being with women uh specifically like Rihanna or like having like threesomes with Jay-Z like yeah there and Rihanna like having a female like like, yeah I'm sorry this is Rihanna (laughs) but like listening to that I was like oh my god I can see it and I do want that for her but also like and no wonder everyone around her like keeps their mouths fucking shut like oh, we do not said, hear that she said nda and it's like yeah. trickles all the way yeah the door. yeah she's like you get like, an nda you get an nda you get an nda like oh <laughs> oh for real right. look under your seat there's an nda <laughs> yeah. no yeah i i mean i could definitely i know there's so many <laughs> things that like she goes through but that she just keeps so close to the vest Virgo mm-hmm. <laughs> so private yeah she's so a Scorpio private. moon too so recluse yeah. <laughs> literally <laughs> yeah not- and so I asked my Scorpio friend the other day 
um I was like because I thought I said something yeah this is very cancer of me but I said something where I felt like her energy was off and I was like what are you thinking and she was like none of your business <laughs> you're like actually it is my so, business because what if I upset you <laughs> that's <don't>. hilarious yo <laughs> so none of your business <laughs> she was like offended that I asked she was like None of your business. <laughs> oh my god, that's hilarious! And then, but you're like, yeah, like please ask me, like, what am I thinking, so I can like pour out my heart to you right now. <laughs> I'm like, that's what you don't want to tell me. I'll tell you right now. I'm <laughs> this is what I think you're thinking. I'm just gonna project the emotions that I'm picking up because I'm such an. Oh, empath. literally, because I literally like I I saw your your body change a little bit. Um... <laughs> yeah. So when going back to your music idols and inspirations, were you like overjoyed when the Thinking Out Loud version with Beyonce on it came out? Were you was that just like your moment? No, it wasn't my moment, but I loved it. Like I'm like this is this was cute. This is a nice collab. I loved it. I love. Um, I can't remember where they performed it, but Beyonce's in this like beautiful pink fuchsia gown. It's like going everywhere, and Ed's in like these like black tatted up jeans and yeah. like dirty t-shirts like ill fitting he's wearing like bands and yeah, he's like course. holding his guitar I love that picture of side by side because everyone's yeah. like the expectation for women the expectation for mm-hmm. men yeah but I feel like that's like his every straight couple ever mm-hmm. is like that difference yeah. in styles one thousand yeah. percent <laughs> she was like sure ed don't even change your shoes for me she saw I don't, him and she i don't i don't like, expect anything else <laughs> yeah she just shook her head she was like yeah let's go see yeah <laughs> um i i used to like when you you know when you go through music school as a kid um and they like make you learn about the beatles and like stevie wonder i feel like oh no i didn't know who the beatles were till high school well, i mean my so dad fun. taught me who those people were not my school <laughs> my school gave us like little like printouts and like we had to watch like documentaries like my music teacher yeah we had to watch like documentaries on artists and then Mm -hmm. she would give us a printout and we had to like fill out what we learned about that artist it was actually really nice now that I think about it and Mm -hmm. I feel like that's kind of maybe what sparked my interest in music of like I mean I think it was always there but I'm like I think about me back in like fifth grade and I'm like no I really did love that like that was really exciting and so after that I started really just like looking into like I guess what at the time what would be classified as like oldies so like that's when I started doing like um these things I call like discography research so I'll go I'll find an artist and then I'll listen to their entire discography from start to finish just so I can like see what they were thinking during the times and how they evolved as an artist and like Mm -hmm. you know I want to hear what the people were hearing back in the day um so I started doing that with like the Beatles CB Wonder that's what I learned in school but then I got into like Aretha Franklin I really liked Billie oh. Holiday. I felt like I was so, I'm like, I'm like a jazz singer. Like, I'm so cool. I'm 11. I love jazz. Like, <laughs> like I thought I was so cool. That is cool, though. <laughs> like, unironically. Maybe not at the time, but, like, looking back, I think that's cool. No, I, I do have to give it to, like, 11-year-old me. She's cooler than I am, but she's, like, a dork. <laughs> like, like, yeah, yeah like, she's proud like of it. So, like, <laughs> yeah. 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 Like, she's like, look where I got you, bitch. You'd be nowhere mm-hmm. without me. <laughs> <laughs> true true yeah um but yeah so I I got into like really jazz and music and then I started getting into like Bon Jovi very mm-hmm. random I don't know what it was but I was like I think at the time I was like I like three of their songs that's enough for me to want to know the rest so then mm-hmm. I started like searching that I feel like I shouldn't say this but like downloaded hella illegal music ruined my computer oh we all did LimeWire was a whole phase yeah yeah. my entire iPod as any song that I ever heard in life that I could think the name of Mm. I just like searched it yeah like Jason Mm -hmm. Mraz I love Jason Mraz as a kid yeah I went through Jason Mraz phase yep (laughs) yeah Mm -hmm. Yeah, Mm -hmm. it was just you had to it was like it was a time it was a sign of the times it really was (laughs) It's like the singer songwritery heartthrob thing. But yeah, that's, that's kind of like my, my music inspirations are everywhere. And then my dad was, I saw this, I saw this TikTok the other day that was like, uh, when someone turns on that divorced dad rock and it's like higher by Creed. (laughs) Yes. Wait, but why is my dad the one who introduced me to like, thank you, miss? Like, Mm -hmm. Creed, like, Like, my 
my dad. So like, I, started, yeah. I started really like loving that. And then um, he also listened to like, like Nigerian music. My dad's Nigerian. So we listened to like a lot of Fela. I mean, Ladysmith, I don't think they're Nigerian, but I, I think they're actually might be South African. Mm-hmm. Um, but we listened to like a lot of like continental African music mm-hmm. um, growing up and like had a lot of that influence. And then my mom was also really into jazz. Like she taught my sister, mm-hmm. she taught my sisters both like songs and I would be like peeking around the corner during their mm-hmm. lesson, like watching them. <laughs> um, but she taught my sister like Minnie Ripperton, like Loving You. And then she taught mm-hmm. my other sister At Last by Etta James. And so I was like, mm-hmm. that made me start to like jazz more. And then um, my two sisters, uh, my one sister, she's like, she was into like dance, like Cascada, like Gorilla Zoe, just like very like, you know, turn up mm-hmm. music. And I used to steal their music off their like, you know, the family computer. I used to like go into their files and be like, what are they listening mm-hmm. to? And like copy it on the CDs. Like I have a CD called like <laughs> Never Play Around Beth. That's my sister's name. Because I didn't want her to know. I love that. That's <laughs> so funny. I just stole all her music. Mm-hmm. My other sister was into like Tegan and Sarah, uh, Panic at the Disco. She's the one that got me into like Fallout Boy, Competing mm-hmm. Cambria. Like she, yeah. my sister got me really, yeah, really into that. So I feel like I, I'm thankful to like my family because they helped me kind of have a diverse sense of music where I'm like, I, mm-hmm. I kind of like everything, you know? Like I, yeah. I, I, we moved to like North Carolina when I was a kid and I was like, Turn up redneck woman. That's my damn. Like, <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> yes. I, I had a country phase until I went to high school. I mean, until I went to college. Mm-hmm. It wasn't a phase. It really wasn't a phase. It was like a way of life. Like my radio stayed on the local country station. Like I knew all of the songs that had like a specific outro for that country station. Mm-hmm. Like, like mm-hmm. it's, I woke up to country, went to sleep. Brad Paisley. <laughs> I like started to have a country phase and then my dad made fun of me for it so then I was like oh they used to country anyway they used to call me turpentine (laughs) why turpentine oh I don't know I don't know that one like turpentine so my friends used to be like oh there's you listen to that turpentine music (laughs) (laughs) turpentine music I don't listen to country music so I would never have even known that I only listen to the bops only we got redneck the radio hit and I feel like hits. a woman yes. just all, all about women I like yes. Dolly Parton I do like Dolly Parton yeah yeah so there's there, there are some classic there is some classic country music yeah. some good <laughs> stuff that's like not so scarily patriotic that you're like whoa mm-hmm. I, no like there's yeah. some good Brad, Keith Urban he's Australian he's not from here so he's already oh, you know I didn't know that interesting <laughs> yeah he's I Australian so it's like cool it's like oh okay so your music is not gonna be like weirdly <laughs> Yeah, nationalism. Sorry, yeah. I'm like, can I? Can I yeah, say oh yeah, you yeah. Can we all You can say that. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> but, but yeah, I think I think that like honestly, yeah, I love all. Like, I really do love like all music. Like, I'm into every genre. I I really do love it. I'm obsessed. Mm-hmm. So, aside from music, what would you say your queer obsession was growing up? Oh my gosh, my queer obsession growing up. Ooh, you know what? I wouldn't say this is an obsession, but I would say, like, I loved (laughs) Stick It. (laughs) Yo, that was so gay gay for that movie, and I had no idea. The ice bath scene. So many times. And I am the main girl. (laughs) But she's like, Haley, when she's like first in that, like, masculine presenting suit, she's like running around. I was like, he's so hot. And then, like, it's like, (laughs) she takes all the stuff off the center girl, and my friends are looking at me like, No, when the hair came down, like, I was literally like, why am I wet right now? What is happening? Like, what is happening? This is the best movie. Why do I love? I'm obsessed with this movie now. Like, wait, still hot though. I, my mind isn't changed. <laughs> Never did hot. gymnastics, but I was like, I'm like really into just watching gymnastics. Yeah, should we like maybe join a gymnastics team? I don't know. I don't know why I have a sudden interest. They're like, do a cartwheel. You're like no <laughs> I'm learning I, <laughs> yeah. I feel I like there's a lot that. of like Disney movies and like movies from that era that were like low-key very gay like I'm thinking of Cadet Kelly when she called her a maggot all the time like the energy and it, it was like and the, yes. there was like sexual energy and she'd be like that maggot. was so gay and it's like did you just call me a slur <laughs> <laughs> like what did you watch motocrossed 
another one yeah and the basketball one with the twins double teamed yes no wonder i'm gay so gay that's all i was watching that's so fucking have you seen wish upon a star it's like katherine heigl yes i'm like that movie definitely it was like queer that movie is so queer was it i don't i don't remember i don't remember what about it the energy of the movie was so like the energy of the movie i'm like this is so like it's like the little sister who like dresses super masculine it's like you know when it's like if they would have just wrote this a slightly different way this character is very clearly Mm -hmm. like meant to it's like like a queer coded character yeah like I feel like there was like honestly I feel like I don't think that Raven was queer coded but like as I grew up I'm like no I feel like some of this stuff is like a little like different it's like she was like not queer coded we're like, stop pushing Eddie on us. No one wants her with Eddie. Stop. Nobody gives a fuck. Like, energy between them was just so off that you're like. <laughs> I saw yeah, some TikTok recently there. that like the girl who played Chelsea, like I guess Raven like was out to her, but like nobody else on oh, set. Oh, wow. And she just was like hush hush about it. That's, like wow. I love their friendship. I think their friendship mm-hmm. is so beautiful. I'm like, I know. We love it. We love like, yeah. you can tell they should have been together. I feel like they have been behind the scenes. Really? The way they talk about the show mm-hmm. is like everybody's been with everybody. Mm, I'm not <laughs> and surprised. Also on that podcast that you were talking about, um, mm-hmm. I watched it because I was like, I want to know more. Yeah. Apparently, Christy Carlson Romano flashed mm-hmm. her boobs to Raven and, and Annalise. <laughs> yeah. I think we saw the same, I probably saw the same clip. Yeah. I did not see that. <laughs> Go and watch the full interview. It's good. It's really wow. good. The bitches are gay, Cheyenne. That's all you need to know. <laughs> the bitches are gay. The bitches are gay. The, the bitches are gay. That's is all I need to know. <laughs> so before we answer an advice question that somebody sent in, do you have just any overarching advice for like a younger version of yourself or young queer people or just advice for queer people in general? I think I would definitely tell myself and other queer youth like it's okay to be who you are and like it's going to be a it's going to be a little bit of a struggle like you're you're it's gonna you're gonna struggle to unlearn Mm. everything that you've already been conditioned to learn before you kind of even had an idea of your actual existence so I would say like take the time to figure out who that is and be loyal to that because you are really like you are like, you're the, you're the best thing that you have. Like you can't be that for other people if you're not being that for yourself. And I think that self-love, like I know a lot of people don't like the phrase, like you can't love other people if you don't love yourself. That's not to say that you can't give out your love. You 1000% can, but right. I think that it'll be harder to uh, exert boundaries with other people if you're not exerting them and like being and not self-aware, but if you're not being just like, like you're not reflecting on who you are like take time to reflect on yourself and see if my aunt told me this when I was a kid and honestly I think it's like one of the best things I've ever been told because I'm like yeah just reflect on yourself every now and again think about your what decisions you're making the choices the things you said yes to the things you said no to and like just ask yourself how you feel about it and Mm -hmm. take a second if you know you might not be happy with every single answer that you get but like take a second and mourn it like it's okay to like to push that energy out because you have expectations and like you're figuring out life and there's so much going on there's so much energy inside of you it has to be let out so don't be like ashamed to like cry it out you know like Shalon said she tried to drink it away (laughs) and it didn't work so you know like don't like yes your vices are good like your vices are your vices are fine but don't your vices are everything like yeah. you, ha- you can't rely strictly on the vices. Yes, sometimes it's fun to like go out and let loose, but you have to like check in with yourself, make sure you're doing okay. Like take it, take a second, you know, say Corin. don't be rushing, trying to, <laughs> be, you know, trying to like, mm-hmm. trying to protect yourself so much that you're just like, you stop enjoying life. So just reflect and take a second and preserve your energy. I swear mm-hmm. people who are like worth it will still be there. Yep. Anybody yep. you have to like break your back for, it's probably not really someone you should 
invest too much time in. You can be, you can be their friend, but don't invest so much time in them that you're taking away from yourself, you know? I needed that advice right now. (laughs) That was very helpful for me. I'm going to, I need to reflect on this. (laughs) Yeah, it'll be some good, it'll be good reflection, I think. I needed that. Like today I spoke and Cheyenne heard. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, such a beautiful poem. It is. I like that. I, li- I like any poem with my name in it. Oh my god! Yes, that's <laughs> a good name. I. It's a great name for a yeah. poem for a song. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. About? Cheyenne by Jason Derulo. <laughs> Never heard that, but turn on listen to it. Cheyenne. That's okay. Now I'm excited. Yeah. That sounds like a bop. Yeah, it, it kind of is. Of course, it yeah. is. it's got the name Cheyenne. Okay. <laughs> yeah yeah my the only name our only song my name is in is like a little wayne song and it's the most like egregious but i just go up for it because no one listen mm-hmm. i need someone to put my name in a song so can i tell you what this little wayne line is yeah there's two, what there's one that's like a commercial success song where he says um she's the best with that head even better than corinne <laughs> <laughs> and who's corinne song, who what um, corinne is he re- Corinne Stevens, she's like oh. this like, model who would like literally drop her life anytime he called. Like she'd okay. be with like someone else and mm-hmm. he would call and she'd be like, I'm going to hang out with Wayne, you know? Wow. <laughs> like, wow. like she would, yeah. So okay. yeah, but she's supposed to know with the C. I spelled mine with a K. Mm-hmm. And then the, mm-hmm. the other, <laughs> the other song, I'm going to tell you these lyrics. Okay. It is <laughs> might fly to LA and just fuck Corinne. Nah, fuck Corinne. Let's get bucks and spend. <laughs> Wait, fuck damn. Again and just fuck Corinne. Like, <laughs> okay, I guess. Yeah. Like, fuck, fuck Honestly, yeah. that's more fun than the Cheyenne song. You but. know what? It's a little, it's like, it's a little egregious, but you know, I'm here for, I'm here for the egreg. That's not a word. Yeah. I just made that up. <laughs> <laughs> I feel it. I like it. But it's not romantic. I need something that's like shy, mm. like Jason Derulo. You know, mm-hmm. we need to like get rappers to like. We need someone to do an egregious rap with Cheyenne, and then we need someone to do like a sweet song with Corinne, and then we got Go okay. Gina. We've got a, we've got good songs mm-hmm. with Gina in it. I was yeah. gonna say my name. There's a lot. I I like the B52 song the best. It's called yeah. uh, Gina. Don't you run with him. It's like an older Ooh. song, but that's the one my dad used to play for me all the time. And my sister's name is Julia. And my dad used to play the Beatles song, Julia, for her. Mm-hmm. And she would cry. And then we'd be like, why are you crying? She'd be like, I don't know. This song just makes me sad. Yes. And my mom day, used to sing a birthday to song to me that she just made up. And I would always cry on my birthday. And I was like, can you stop singing this to me? You're oh going to associate my birthday with crying. <laughs> You're like, turn this song off. Next. Don't, don't sing to me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I relate to your sister there. <laughs> Cheyenne, yeah. do you want to do the, read the advice question? Yeah. yeah. Oh my God. Okay. So here's the question we have. This person said, help besties. My boyfriend and I are both queer slash bisexual, but I still feel this longing to be with a woman. I have a meltdown every few months questioning if I'm bi or just a lesbian. I know I like girls, but I don't know if I like men. Scared to bring up because he doesn't seem to feel that way about guys. There's not like one way to be queer bisexual. So I don't think it would um, it's obviously not fair to think that the two of you would have the same feeling about just people in general, because even if you're both bisexual, you're going to be attracted to different things in people. So I get that it's like scary, but I don't think that there's one way to be bisexual. So it makes sense that you might feel more pulled towards other things. But if you are feeling, oh, am I bi or am I a lesbian? That's a deeper conversation for sure. Yeah. Being bisexual is not like a 50-50 map. Like it's a little, it's different for everybody and everyone's so different in their, in their queer journey. And like, you know, I think it's less to do with like not being bi or lesbian or like not being queer the right way. It's not about being, there's no right way to be queer. Like just because you're, you're, you are queer, you know, so you're queer, you know what I mean? Like you, you're queer because you are, you know? Yep. So, um, I think that you should just focus on the on the fact that you're you're feeling attracted to other people, 
And mm-hmm. for sure, I think that's the, deep, the deeper conversation and not feeling guilty. Like you don't have to guilt yourself into feeling like you're not into someone. Like there are going to be times where you're like, oh, I really wish I was into this. Like, I really wish I liked this person, but I feel yeah. like I'm being pulled somewhere else. I think I'm always telling people to honor their feelings. And if you feel like you're not in the relationship, don't stay because mm-hmm. you know you're not doing yourself any favors and you're not doing you're definitely not doing your partner any favors so I just feel like do yourself a favor and like go where go where you where you feel like you can put your put your armor down yeah I totally agree the biggest thing that stood out for me as someone who is a lesbian and used to be in a relationship with a man is this person saying I know I like girls but I don't know if I like men and you're in a relationship with a man um which I know it can be like pretty confusing when you're in that figuring out stage but I mean that is part of like the figuring out is that heteronormative dating your boyfriend like you're you're in that heteronormative dynamic right now and do not like it do not like this person maybe you know you need to go out and explore the world and maybe you'll come back together no yeah I definitely feel like people sometimes have affinity for somebody and then they stay longer in relationships because if you don't like hate somebody it's pretty hard to actually break up with somebody Mm -hmm. and so if you are having this much question about it it might just be that you're like staying because of familiarity more than actual like attraction it doesn't mean you don't really care for that person Mm -hmm. but it also means that like you might have your attraction going somewhere else which yeah like you said is is not totally fair to either party in that situation Mm -hmm. so it's best to kind of bring that up and just be transparent and maybe you'll find a different man that you do prefer to be with or a woman or a non-binary like maybe it's just this person but maybe it's not I don't know maybe that partner is willing to explore this with you and maybe they're not but I don't know yeah 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 just try just try you won't you'll be okay just jump it's Mm -hmm. okay to jump then fall isn't that a Taylor Swift song sorry oh no I don't know. Taylor, we're sorry. Don't take the money. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> we don't have any money to take. It's fine. <laughs> Great. Okay. I guess we'll wrap up from there. Where can our listeners find you if they want to find you or if they want to uh, listen to any of your work? Honestly, you can search Corin Grace on anything and you would honestly find me like search me on YouTube. I love making vlogs and just like sharing my life and mm-hmm. You can search me on Spotify, all this, all the digital streaming platforms, anyone you can think of, Apple, SoundCloud, Bandcamp, Tidal, all of those. Same name, Core and Grace. So anything you want to find me on, stream my music, watch my vlogs, look at my Instagram pics, whatever you want to find me on, I'm there. Probably. <laughs> probably. <laughs> So for, <laughs> yeah, so for our socials, you can find us anywhere online at Sapphic Survival Guide, except for Twitter, which is just at Sapphic Survival. You can go to our Patreon, patreon.com slash Sapphic Survival Guide. You can send us questions anywhere there or directly through email, Sapphic Survival Guide at gmail.com. And we do have a phone number too, where you can lend, uh, send us a voicemail. 724-209-8877 and of course leave us a nice review a like subscribe all the things and you can find me anywhere online at the Libra including my website thelibragina.com and you can also listen to um hello my other podcast wherever you listen to podcasts for all your jersey shore recaps and you, you can Sophie. find me <laughs> and you can find me Cheyenne at Hot Mespian on pretty much any social media platform. And with that, class is now dismissed. Bye.